Welcome to the DC Daily Drop, your one-stop shop for today's important news in DC movies, TV, and comics. Here are your hosts, Tom and Zach. Welcome to a Wednesday, November 2nd edition of the DC Daily Drop. I'm Tom. And I'm Zach. And today we've got a listener feedback question. There's not much uh, news today, so we've got an actual question from the our email account. If you, It was from Steve in Iowa. He asked, what announced DC Comics film would you like to see added to the slate? Or what, what unannounced DC Comics film? Is that not what I said? He said announced. <laughs> so not what I said, what you said. <laughs> um, yeah, so if you've got a question like this and you want it to be read on the podcast, just let us know. You can contact us on Twitter at DC Daily Drop. Our email is podcast at dcdailydrop.com. Or you can go to dcdailydrop.com and there's a contact us form there. So I think we're going to each, we've each came up with a different movie that we want to pitch. And we also have some runners ups for what we came up with. Um, <laughs> so we're going to shy away from anything that has been officially announced or anything that's been reported. So whatever's currently on the schedule with the release date or obviously the Batman, Man of Steel, Man of Steel 2, the Dark Universe film or Lobo or Booster Gold, all of those that have been reported but don't have a release date. We're going to stay away from those. Yep. So what? So what were your secondary movies, Zach? Um, I thought Swamp Thing would be good for a movie, but, you know, he's going to be... I was thinking like a solo movie, but he's going to be in Dark Universe. Um, and then also Green Arrow. There's been a lot of rumors, you know, about... Stephen Amell talked a lot about how he could play it in the movie. He would be okay with that. He'd be okay with them casting somebody else, but there hasn't actually been a Green Arrow movie announced. Yeah, I think Swamp Thing could be cool. Uh, they could definitely do a modern redo of the <laughs> 80s films which are those are classics couple, man they are very much classics i can't argue with that uh and green arrow i would love to see like a green arrow supermax film that was rumored a few years back that movie is essentially green arrow gets framed for murder and he gets thrown in a supermax prison similar to like bell rev that's in suicide squad and the prison's like insane because it's keeping all these metahumans and so he's got to try to figure out a way to escape. And there would be cameos from like Lex Luthor and the Joker and all kinds of people who might be in prison. That was rumored like, gosh, I think it was like 2008, 2009. Um, I always thought that would be great. They could actually do that as like a Suicide Squad 2 yeah. mixture. Um, so that's your but, movie pitch. So you're done now. Uh, it's my yep, turn. <laughs> yep, pretty much. <laughs> um, some of my other ones I thought of was like a Books of Magic film just because we just recently read that and it reminds me of it's basically harry potter except it's timothy hunter meeting the justice league dark team so i don't yeah. think we'll ever see that but that would be cool um also a justice society of america film uh and i thought since george miller didn't get to do his justice league movie i wanted to see his take on the justice society <laughs> i don't think we'll ever see it but could you imagine like a 1940s period piece with jay garrick alan scott everybody else um with george miller and they sort of be like a secret justice league except they're the justice society um working in the shadows at that time that, that would, would be really cool that would be awesome i've i've thought a lot of times about a period um superhero movie would be really cool and that would be obviously a perfect um team to do that with so yeah i'd be all over that yeah and i thought they could even tie it in in the dceu with like wonder woman because we know she was around during World War II yeah. in the 40s. So 
at least a cameo or something like that that would make it even cooler but so what is your movie zach all right so i have picked a character who you may or may not have heard of um he's actually in the top 100 comic book heroes of all time according to ign he's number 97 uh just a, got in there <laughs> it's a bit a bit of a weird pick you might even call it a strange pick oh uh... His name is Adam Strange. Uh, it's not Doctor Strange. Uh, it, it's Adam Strange. Uh, he it's not is, Hugo Strange. Yes, there's there's a lot of strange people, but this this one is Adam Strange. And I'm Adam Strange about, does have a lot of fans. He's not really popular right. at all to the general public, but <laughs> he does have a lot of fans. Yeah, and I'm talking about the first Adam Strange. I'm not talking about his like great 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 grandson, who's also named Adam Strange. But we won't get into that. So, uh, if you're unfamiliar with Adam Strange, basically he is just a normal human archaeologist who one day gets transplanted, transported to the planet Ron by a Zeta beam. Um, so basically, the 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 king of Ron um, is Sardoth, and he invented the Zeta beam to contact other intelligent societies, um, civilizations, and he sends it out into space, and it gets hit by radiation and changed into a transport beam a teleportation beam um and hits adam strange and he gets transported to this planet and uh basically they give him a jetpack and a ray gun he befriends all of them and he goes and you know fights people for him so he kind of becomes their superhero he's just kind of this boring mundane person on earth but <laughs> but he's this crazy cool superhero on ron and he falls in love with uh sardoth's daughter elena and they have a kid together and whatnot. Um, but so I'm thing, not, I'm not yeah. an Adam Strange expert. Is he mostly, is, are most of his adventures on Ron? Yeah, so that's it. Like he doesn't really do anything on Earth. He's only okay. a super, he's only a hero on Ron. Um, and then there's like, there's some storylines where you know he goes off to other planets and stuff. But he's always he's almost always doing it to protect Ron and you know because that's where his wife lives. Okay. Um, yeah, and he has no superheroes, no superpowers. It's all the technology of the people of Run that he's using. Um, and so the crazy thing about the Zeta Beam is, though, it wears off periodically. And when it wears off, he's just instantaneously back on Earth. And then um, there's like a scheduled burst of these. And so he's gotten this information from um, Sardoth. And he uses that information to, you know, he has to go to different places on Earth at a certain time. He has to get there at at the exact moment to get to go back to Ron for a while. Um, so he'll go back there and then, you know, fight people. And then eventually it'll wear off and he has to go back. And so I think that would be a really cool uh, kind of plot device, basically. So, you know, he could, there could be like almost like an Indiana Jones type thing on Earth where, you know, he has to go through ancient booby traps and all find these lost cities or oh yeah find these different places um and be there at the right time you know fight people on earth just with his normal normal self without you know all of the advanced technology um and then when he's on run he could you know if it's unpredictable when he gets called back so they could set up a lot of you know drama or cliffhangers or whatnot um with him getting pulled away you know at the wrong time like he's about to to stop the big baddie or you know his his wife is in trouble and all of a sudden he's instantly back on earth because they don't control that. Uh, so I think, I think there's a whole lot of stuff they could do with that. And, you know, he's kind of easy to relate to because he's just a normal human being and it's almost like a reverse Superman. And so he gets sent to an alien planet and he's their superhero. 
Um, but I think it's easier for us to relate to him because, you know, he's just a normal guy like us. He doesn't have any superpowers. He's from Earth. Um, so kind of, you know, relating to somebody who's put in a weird situation and trying to make the best of it. Uh, it was uh, a little more backstory about him. He was he debuted in Showcase number 17, uh, which came out in November 1958. And he was created by Julius Schwartz. Um, they basically they gave two they like had two options. You could either write a story about a futuristic science fiction hero or you could do it about somebody from the present day. And he got the present day because it was the second choice. But he was actually okay with that because he was a science major and he wanted to make this like a more scientifically accurate science fiction story, which wasn't really that popular or prevalent back then. Um, so there's a lot of stuff that they could do with that, you know, with all the things we know about science nowadays, where they could, you know, use real science to somewhat uh, make it more believable that something like this could actually happen. Uh, and then the final note I, I had during my research was that there's a a lot of storylines um, where Ron is kind of the like not sister world to Thangar, but they kind of they trade with each other, um, but they also don't like each other. And Thangar is where all the Hawk people, like Hawkman, Hawk Girl, and Hawk Woman, are from. Um, and right now, actually, there is a there's a storyline going on in DC Comics where Adam Strange and Hawkman are teaming up together. Um, so this could be this could be a really good opportunity to bring Hawkman into this movie because maybe he doesn't get his own movie, but I think he's one of the other characters I'd really like to see um, in a movie. And so this would, this could be a way to bring him in. Oh yeah. That's very interesting. Especially uh, you could actually a lot you could do with that character. Uh, would you have it connected anything to connect it to the DCEU? Like, would you want him to Adam strange to be in the justice league or do you want him see, to sort of do his own space adventures? See, I think when I was thinking this, I was thinking of him just having his own space adventures. I didn't know how, how much connective, you know, tissue I wanted to put in there. I think this could just be a fun, you know, space romp, crazy things going on without having to worry too much about how it affects, you know, Justice League or anybody else. That makes sense. And this sounds, that's similar to like what a Green Lantern movie could be. Exactly. Especially like if you're teaming up multiple characters like Adam Strange and Hawkman or whatever. Yeah. And that's why this movie will never get made because they're just going to make Green Lantern movies instead because <laughs> it's a very, it's a very similar concept. Yeah, there's definitely some similarities there, but yeah. So yeah, that is Adam Strange, and that is the movie I want to see. Any about ideas you? in terms of like directors or writers, or have you thought about that? I haven't gotten that far. I'm just thinking about the story. So well, it's good to think of the story first. <laughs> well, it sounds like a good idea to me. I'd definitely watch it. Yep. So uh, that's everything I got for Adam Strange. Uh, so what is your pitch, Tom? Okay. So I'm thinking a little bigger with mine in terms of a uh, more epic trilogy of movies or something like that ever since i've read the new gods by jack kirby that's the number one movie i want to see that hasn't yeah. been announced by far not close the whole thing is made for a big screen adaptation it's just begging for it um for those of you who don't know jack kirby created the fourth world essentially in 1971 it was a group of titles New Gods, Mr. Miracle, Forever People, and Superman's pal, Jimmy Olsen, of course, because <laughs> that, that fits right in there. Uh, this is essentially an epic tale that he created. It didn't last very long, and he didn't get to end it the way he wanted to, but the start of it is just awesome and such a cool setup. So those four titles combined are called The Fourth World. If you haven't heard of this before, you've probably heard of aspects of it like Dark Side and other things. Uh, what I would call it is Fourth Worlds. 
fourth world actually and if you don't know who the new gods are that's sort of who the basics of what it would be is who i would create it around they exist in another dimension not another universe whereas like if you say there's 52 earths there could be 52 you know if there's 52 universes there's 52 earths there's not 52 apocalypses there's only one still so it exists outside of that so there's only one dark side there could be up to 52 supermen but there's only one dark side and the story starts essentially the old gods died and so the new gods were created to replace them and there's essentially good and evil uh the good is the planet called new genesis their sister planets new genesis is green full of life it's led by high father and the other planet is apocalypse which is barren and disgusting and it's ruled by dark side and so they're in war together for years to create peace they decide to exchange children so so their peace treaty is basically high father has a son he trades it to dark side to be raised on apocalypse dark side has a son he trades it to be raised on new genesis so dark side's son is orion he grows up to be orion essentially new genesis greatest fighter and he hates his father he hates dark side but he's very similar to him and he's got his rage but he's a fighter for good the other one the other son traded high father's son is raised in an orphanage on apocalypse basically by granny goodness and until he escapes and becomes mr miracle on earth uh so essentially i would have something some sort of setup between high father orion and light ray who's this cool cool guy like Orion's sidekick who flies at the speed of light is really cool. And then on Apocalypse, you could have Darkseid, Steppenwolf, Calabac, and Granny Goodness. And then some of the other characters I would like to see would be like Metron, who is just this guy who seeks knowledge and goes around in a Mobius chair. And then Big Barda, who is one of Darkseid's. Uh, she works for Darkseid, but she eventually escapes with Mr. Miracle. And she's awesome. She's basically like Wonder Woman in space. This has a bunch of natural connections to the DCEU. So like just with what we've seen from Batman v Superman. And when we see Justice League, I'll have a better idea of how it could connect. But essentially, you could do something like Steppenwolf fails at the end of Justice League and gets sent back to Apocalypse. And from there, I don't know, Orion could figure out about it and want to fight Darkseid or something. I don't know how they would handle it. Basically to fight there until Darkseid decides to go back to earth in place of steppenwolf in like justice league 2 or justice league 3 and then at that point orion could come and um and try to stop dark side on earth but i don't know you remember the nightmare scene in batman v superman yep so my theory is that is obviously it's either an alternate reality or an alternate timeline so barry comes back from the future in the new 52 steppenwolf attacks what is called earth 2 and basically destroys batman superman and wonder woman and he's eventually stopped but he just destroys them and so i would like to see flash basically coming from that universe and telling bruce wayne he needs to collect the justice league together so they don't all die that would be yeah that would be a really cool way to do that so like in my i would have the the justice league movie open with seeing that so we see batman superman and wonder woman getting killed by steppenwolf and we don't realize it's on earth too <laughs> And then the Flash sees that, goes and warns Bruce Wayne. So on this Earth, he gets the Justice League together. That's why he did that. I would lose my mind if that's how Justice League opened. (laughs) 
like just that would, that would be so cool <laughs> like you just open with that like this epic battle and they get destroyed yeah i don't know what do you think about that uh yeah that would, that could definitely work uh so you talk about this being a trilogy um would you do how would you like order that i guess it all kind of it all really does depend on what happens in justice league right so i guess the first new gods movie would come out after justice league in my head so depending on how steppenwolf comes out like he either dies fails whatever then orion finds out that darkseid sent steppenwolf to rule the earth orion gets mad takes the fight to him i don't know what happens but you know either he stops Orion or he stops Darkseid and delays it, delays Darkseid from coming to Earth in Justice League two or three, or Darkseid takes him prisoner or something and then goes to Earth anyway. I don't know. There's a lot of different ways you could do it. But there's a ton of potential with those characters. I mean, they're made for the big screen. Yeah. Uh and I'm sure a lot of people know too that the these these comic books had a big influence on George Lucas and what he did with Star Wars. So there's there already are some elements of this in you know famous movies and it's already shown that people like these kind of ideas yeah absolutely i mean it's got the potential to be a huge space epic uh there are definitely some similarities uh in star wars from new gods but it's if you read it there's a bunch of unique stuff i mean it's pretty unique and it also came before star wars well so yeah (laughs) uh so who do you have any directors writers actors anybody lined up already to do this Oh, I don't know. Casting for these characters are difficult. You know, it depends like how they want to portray them, like physically. Um, <laughs> in the Batman v Superman deleted scene, Steppenwolf is like twelve feet tall. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, obviously it's going to be CGI or something how they do it. But so I don't really. I haven't thought of casting or writing. But for directors, I could see George Miller doing something like this because anybody can see George Miller doing any DC movie, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and nobody would complain. Um, I also thought of Peter Jackson just because he's been able to create a world before, you know, like a basically a whole new world and an epic sort of mythic trilogy. Yeah. But I'm sure there's some other directors that I just am not thinking of. Those are just the easy names off the top of my head. Cool. Yeah. So, I mean, we already know Justice League is going to be influenced by New Gods. It's just how much uh, we know the mother boxes are going to be involved. We know it's such a natural fit. So I would love to see this and it's got so much potential. I just want to see it. Yeah, and you know, we could actually have a a crossover with my movie and your movies because in one of the storylines, Adam Strange actually has to fight Graven, one of the sons of Darkseid. Mm. And so we could bring Adam Strange into your, just kind of collapse it into one of your movies. Or, you know, we could have a trilogy of Adam Strange movies and maybe just feature a little bit of, you know, the new gods since it's not as important. Oh, interesting (laughs) idea. I I wouldn't agree with you there, but... (laughs) Yeah, I, th- I actually think both of these movies do have a lot of potential. Yeah, um, I think if we had to put odds on which one of them would actually ever end up being greenlit, I would probably bet on yours. <laughs> I don't know. Adam Strange could be done as like a lower budget one-off film, though. Yeah, I don't know. It'd be cool to see either one of them. I'm, yeah, I don't know. It's just exciting that, you know, all of the, there's a whole lot of stuff that DC can draw on to make to make some of these new movies and cool different storylines and characters, so. Yeah, it's insane the depth. I mean, it's actually really cool that we have to go to Adam Strange and New Gods because those are not the most popular storylines out there. So it just shows you how much of the cool stuff is already being done by DC. Right. right. But the, yeah. but yet there's still so many characters that they could introduce. Yeah, doing this really, really 
showed me or, or made me realize just how crazy it is the amount of DC movies we're going to be getting and not, you know, in the near future. <laughs> There's a lot, a lot of stuff coming out. Right. All right. Well, that's all we've got for today. If you've got a question like this that you want read on the podcast, just let us know and we'll try to work it in. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. And make sure to check out DC Daily Drop on Twitter, Facebook, and DCDailyDrop.com. Drop by tomorrow for more DC news.